You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey friends, welcome into another week's episode of Her Soul. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and thank you guys for joining me this week. Now, I'm going to preface this episode by saying that this has turned into a much more in-depth way of looking at goal planning for 2023 than I originally intended. Um, But what I will say is that in my study time, y'all, if I feel like God is pressing something on my heart to share with you guys, I'm like... I got to get it to you. So I'm taking all of the notes and doing all the things to prepare to give you guys what I feel like God is telling me to give you. Um, So this week I have, I guess this will be part three to the conversation that we were already having, but I do feel like this is um, the final tidbit of it. This is what will bring the whole concept to full circle. The first week we talked about how to walk in this season. If God is not calling you necessarily to a season of hustling and um, grinding, if he's calling you to a season to take the time to do the work that needs to be done so that you can flourish the way he wants you to flourish. Um, And then last week, what did we talk about? Last week, we talked about um, what are we doing with the seed that's already planted inside of us? So many of us have gifts and things buried deep down, but due to trauma, circumstances, Um, different situations and life experiences, we are not using our full potential. We have not taken the time to tend to and nurture the seed that has already been placed in us. And if this is the season that you're in, this week's episode kind of brings everything together. It cohesively meshes, meshes everything together because we are talking about once you've gone into your promised land, once you've reached that goal, gotten that healing that you've been asking for. Once your prayers have been answered in whatever way it is that God is, um, when whatever it is that you've been asking God, what do you do now? Once you've reached that promise, where are you to go? And I honestly feel like this is a word for someone today because you will reach that promised land. You will reach um, a season without struggle, without um, setback. You will walk into what God has for you. But what do you do once you get there? How are you supposed to take care of yourself and what you've been blessed with once you are in that actualized goal, healing, whatever it is, right? So that is what we're going to talk about today. But before I get too deep into that, I wanted to just do a couple quick announcements. Number one, y'all, Her Soul is on YouTube. Um, You'll probably hear me say this for a few more episodes just so everyone is on um, the same page. But if you like to see the video version, if you want to see my face and, um, you know, watch or listen to the podcast over on YouTube, it is there for you to look at. So I will leave the link to the YouTube in the show notes. The second thing I wanted to mention is our Her Soul Facebook group. So if you've been around the show for a while, you know that we have a little small Facebook community, but I wanted to mention it because in that group, We are just um, right now doing like journaling challenges. And for the month of January, I've committed to giving you guys weekly prompts. So there's week one prompts, week two and week three are already up and um, ready to go. We just started week three prompts. And 
These are not your little journal prompts that you find, you know, just with a quick Google search or Pinterest search. These are journal prompts that I've used that I am currently using that really cause you to think. Okay, these are not easy. These really make you sit down with yourself and get yourself in line and in check so that you can understand more about yourself and who you are in this life. And so if you like those sorts of things, then definitely check it out. I do foresee in the future God telling me that um, the group is going to expand and we're going to start doing Bible studies and things like that. So if that's another thing that you want to be a part of, please, please, please go ahead. I will leave the link in the show notes and in the description box so that you guys can check that out. Join the group. There's no pressure. It's completely free. Um, but take advantage of the resources that are available there to you um, as of yet. So that all is our announcement. <laughs> Those are our announcements. And let's go ahead and just get into the episode. So y'all, your girl got one more chapter left in the book of Joshua. And I just finished Joshua 23. And this chapter is Joshua's sort of like farewell address, right? He's gathered all of, before we get into that, y'all, listen to week one and week two um, if you need more context of what I'm talking about. But the last two episodes, I'll have those linked as well. If you need more context about what it is we're actually talking about, please go listen to those. But what you see right now is Joshua is um, gathering the leaders of all of the nations, right? Um, All the Israelite leaders to basically give them his blessing and to tell them how to proceed now that they have already, now that they have conquered um, their giants and, you know, gotten over these huge obstacles. And now that they're in their promised land, he's telling them kind of what God has told him to tell them to do. So Joshua's old. He's at the end of his life. Um, He's summoning all the leaders and he's leaving them with this very valuable piece of advice. I'm going to pull my Bible and get us, um, make sure that this is front and center. I do encourage you to go and read chapter 23 for yourself, but I'm not going to read everything word for word, but I will give you the verse that my points are correlating with, if that makes sense. So this is sort of like an impromptu Bible study. If you want to go ahead, get your notebook out, um, if you don't have one out already and take some notes on it. So number one, what we learn from Joshua's farewell address, he begins opening up by honoring God, by thanking him for all it is that he has done. So today we're talking about once you've stepped into your promise, here is what is required. Okay. And I have for you guys five points, five points, the blueprint to how to move forward once you've reached that promised land. So the first point, We see in Joshua's farewell address, before he begins anything, before he says anything, he is honoring God. He is giving God thanks for bringing him and and the Israelites into this promised land. When we think about this for ourselves, right, Joshua could have very easily, you know, been on a high horse and been like, hey, look at me, this great warrior who's led all these people successfully, you know. No, he could have done that. He could have made it more about him right? He could have highlighted his attributes, but he really humbled himself and he put God first because he recognizes that he without God is nothing. And so that's important for us to recognize as well. Once we've gotten, and really now once we've gotten, I mean, through our whole entire process, we should be doing this. We should be honoring God, thanking him for blessing us and keeping us as we move through. And once you get into that promised land, it's really important not to forget that. 
always honor God, always put him first, always show your gratitude in a very humble manner, put God above yourself. And so that is the first thing that we're to do once we've reached our promised land. The second thing that God is saying as far as what to do once you reach your promised land, you see in verse six, Joshua is telling the leaders to be strong, to be courageous, to be obedient. What this means to me is to move forward in strength, to move forward with good, sound mind backed by great instruction because the hardest part wasn't getting to the promise. The hardest part was not your healing, sis. The hardest part was not, you know, landing those deals and reaching those goals. Those were, that was not the hardest part. The hardest part comes now. The hardest part is the obedience to the plan that God has already shown you. The hardest part is choosing God's will and God's way over your own will in your own way. And so he's saying move forward because to be a to be obedient honestly takes the courage. It takes the strength. And so he is just encouraging those leaders as I am encouraging you today to know that the road does not necessarily get easier. Okay. Anything worth having takes the work and it's going to take work to maintain it. So no, the road does not necessarily get easier. You're just going to have to work to maintain, to flourish, to keep what you have intact. And so be courageous, be strong in that, and be obedient to the plan that God has already given you. Because we know that obedience is not for the faint of heart. It takes work. It takes dedication. It takes daily and moment by moment choices to make sure that we're always walking in that. So you guys, please remember, be strong, be courageous, and be obedient to the plan that God has already given you. You know, also mentioned um, that kind of goes along with this is in that same scripture, he's saying, don't go to the left or to the right. So what you will notice is that as you walk into that promised land, there are going to be things trying to pull you away. Okay. There are going to be distractions. There's going to be naysayers. There's going to be all these things that kind of will come in to get you off course. And it doesn't matter if you get off of the path that you're on to step to the left and take this path, or if you step to the right and take this path, it doesn't matter. Because what happens is the devil is going to be happy because he can use that. As long as you're not on this path, the devil will use whatever path you're on that is not God's path to distract you, to keep you from or keep you away from that promise. So that's another side note that I wanted to give you. And it's the perfect segue into our third point, which is do not make peace with the enemy. This correlates with verse seven. Now for the Israelites, Joshua is telling them basically, don't make peace with the enemy. Don't worry about, um, because if you remember, they didn't conquer everyone and destroy, like get everybody out of their land like they were supposed to. They didn't take out all of the Canaanites. So there are still Canaanites lingering around in various parts of the land, right? And so they have their own practices. They worship false gods. And what Joshua is saying, what he's saying is don't worry about their practices, don't worry about their gods, don't take the time to learn about any of that stuff because that in itself is going to be a trap. Instead, we should always be seeking Jesus Christ. For us personally, um, and how this applies to our lives right now in this very, very moment, I feel like God is saying, you know, do not get distracted by the world's ways. I have given you a plan and do not feel like you have to conform to the ways of the world to see that plan through anymore. You know, I feel like he's calling us to trust. He's saying, follow me, 
Okay, I have the ultimate plan. I have the blueprint. Don't worry about what the world is telling you to do because the world did not does not have it right. In other words, God has gotten you into the promised land. So don't just forget about him and all of the lessons that he's shown you. Instead, you have to seek him constantly with every detail, every decision, whatever it is that lands on your plate, give it to God and let him guide you. Don't conform to the ways of the world because we know that as Christians, we are not bound to the ways of the world by any means. We are bound to the ways of Christ. God calls us to walk in the way of Christ. And so this is a reminder Don't mingle with the enemy. Don't mingle with the world. Don't let the world define the standards by which you operate, okay? Let God do that for you. Walk in accordance with what God has already given you. So for example, if healing is your promised land, deliverance from whatever it is that you've been dealing with, if that is your promised land, it's important for you to remember not to go backwards, right? Don't go back into the mindsets and the situations that had you bound up in the first place. You've worked so hard. You've gotten this far to be free. Now maintain that freedom by walking in what God has already set for you and not going back to those old ways, those old mindsets, those old situations that will just keep you trapped up. And so the fourth thing that um, Joshua points out as he's addressing these leaders and that I feel God wants us to know today is he wants you to choose to love God. Choose to love God and hear me out because this is, it sounds easier. It's easier said than done, right? So this takes diligence. This takes work because there are so many things inside and out of us that want to distract us and pull us away from loving God and staying true to him. But what he's saying is that if you choose to love him, everything will be okay, right? through your ups and your downs in this promised land, if you choose to keep your eye on God, everything is going to work out well. Whereas if you choose the world, right? If you choose to love the ways and the things of the world in while trying to manage this promised land, right? You will undoubtedly get sucked out, right? And what he's saying is, if you choose to love me, I promise you, I got you. But the minute you step out and embrace the world over God, That struggle is going to be made apparent. That comfort is not going to be as loud in your ear. And it's going to take work for you to get back to that comfort that God offers you. God wants us to choose him. He wants us to make the choice, right? He's always chosen us. That's never been a question. Like before we were even born or thought of, God chose us. He had a plan for us, right? Jeremiah 1 and 5. He's always known us. He's always loved us. But man, what it says to choose him, to seek his heart. You know, it makes me think, and this is like a little bit off topic, but it just makes me think about um, parents who struggle with their kids who have kind of like not walked in the way that they saw fit for them, who kind of like turned their back on their parents and things like that. And the realization that a child has that they actually need their mom and dad when they come back home. You know, the pride and the joy and the love and just the emotion that is settled as a parent. If you have a child, even if this isn't the exact situation that you're dealing with, but I have two small kids and I feel that. I feel that love. And that's the same sort of, you know, love times a million that I can imagine that God has for us. You know what I'm saying? So choose him. Choose him. He's not going to turn you away. And then our last point. 
And I'm going to actually have to read for this one because I do not want to misconstrue any of these words. But this is in reference to verses 12 through 13. I thought this was so good and so nourishing to my spirit. But my point here is you cannot have your cake and eat it too. So let's listen to the word. This is Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 12 through 13. And it says, But if you turn away and ally yourselves with the survivors of these nations that remain among you, and if you intermarry with them and associate with them, then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you. Instead, they will become snares and traps for you, whips on your back and thorns in your eyes until you perish from this good land, which the Lord your God has given you. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Let me read you the note that was on my commentary. Okay. Because this is going to make it plain for you and there's not going to be a question. So the note from my commentary says, if they do not separate themselves from the ungodly influences around them, those influences will become to them instruments of torture leading to their destruction. What today is only an innocent Canaanite. So remember I told you they didn't drive out all of the Canaanites, right? Um, They left some of them there. So what today is only just a little innocent Canaanite, right? Um, What today is only an innocent Canaanite in our lives may become a torture and a snare tomorrow. The compromising Christian is not a happy man. Let the enemy remain in a Christian life. Let him have one foothold and he soon becomes a scorch. This means what you think might not be threatening you and your situation in the promised land could actually be posing a threat, could actually grow to become a much larger problem than you originally intended. And why I want you guys to know this, why what I think is really important is to know that you have come so far. Now you need to protect your space. Guard your heart, y'all. Guard your heart and your minds. Pray to God and ask him to protect you from any sort of like outside force that will take you off of the course that he has for you. And certainly, you know, things are not always perfect by any means, but If you walk into this thing with the mindset of knowing that the enemy is going to try and distract you, is going to try and pull you off of out of alignment, he's going to try and get you out of your promised land. If you walk in that knowledge, you are guarding your heart. You are more aware of the things that might be coming to attack. And so it's really, really important in this season to recognize the threat is there. Now, whether you allow it or not is a different thing is a different thing, right? So he talks, that commentary speaks on the compromising Christian, right? I'm telling you guys, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't live in the promised land and live in the world. You've got to make a choice, okay? One does not balance the other. In fact, you're gonna find yourself being shifted trying to decide which, which is which. So we use our example from before. So if healing is your promised land, right? You've worked so hard to get to this healing and you are finally in that place. If you go back to that old relationship that was abusive, that diminished you, that broke you, you go back into that same thing, you're gonna be removed from that promised land by your own choice. And what I'm telling you is you've got to protect yourself from that. Okay. The healing is just an example. If you use our example from last week with the food truck in the restaurant, right? You've worked so hard to get this restaurant up and running. And now you have your restaurant and you have a food truck and food truck and everything is going well. But if you get off your mark, stop being diligent about your business, you're going to be right back at square one. That business is going to flop. 
And just as easily as God can bless you with something, he can also take it away. You can also destroy everything that God has given you in an instant if you do not take the necessary precautions to guard it, to take care of it, to act like it's something that you value, to be proud of, right? Gotta take care of the things that God has blessed us with. So let's review our points because I know that that was a lot in such a short amount of time. I know I kind of... Uh, pet you guys with a lot. Again, go back and read Joshua 23 for yourself um, and take notes from this show uh, or the things that I've given you today alongside reading that because honestly, it's going to open your eyes. It's going to be something that you put on your wall just to keep it in the front of your brain to remember that once it's actualized, once the dream is realized, once, once the promised land has been reached, and please do not get it twisted, your promised land will be reached, okay? You will be able to embark on that and receive what it is that God has for you as long as you are willing to go on the path that God has for you to get it, right? So once you've gotten there, here's what we need to do. Number one, honor God, thank him, love on him. Say thank you, God, for all of the blessings and be grateful for how far it is that he's brought you and all of the lessons that he has shown you along the way. And don't forget the lessons that he's shown you either because those are gonna be the things that help you when you reach times of adversity as well. The second thing, do not make peace with the enemy, right? Don't switch up, don't go his way. Don't forget who you are and whose you are, okay? The third thing is to operate in total obedience and strength, okay? The hardest part was not getting to the promised land. The hardest part is going to be maintaining that thing that God has for you. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. This is kind of going both ways. It's encouraging my spirit as well. And again, once you know, you are 10 times better off if than if you didn't know. Okay, so remember, the hard part is going to be maintaining that and operating in obedience with, with the plan that God has for you in this place over your life. And the fourth thing Choose to love God in spite of the influence to push him aside. Choose to love God because remember, he has always loved you. He has never let you go. Even when we doubted him, even when we got impatient with him and told him he was taking too long, even when we got angry with him because we feel like things didn't necessarily work out how we wanted them to work out. He has always chosen us. He has always loved us. And it's our turn. It's our responsibility to always choose him, to walk in his love, to love him and to glorify him in that way. And then the last thing is don't be a compromising Christian. Don't have one foot in the world and one foot in your promised land because you're gonna destroy yourself. So that is everything that I have for you guys this week. I really, really hope and pray that this episode has blessed your heart, your mind, your spirit, and that you will walk forward in greater truth and understanding of who God has called you to be in this world. I pray you guys have a blessed week. Don't forget to share this episode with anyone you think might benefit from it. Your mom, your sister, your friend, whoever. And don't forget to um, do all the things like rate and review if you're listening to the podcast on your podcasting app. Or leave a comment, subscribe, like all of those youtube things if you're watching on YouTube. Again, thank you guys for sitting with me for this little chat. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye, guys. Be blessed. And I love y'all.